Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, the FBI takedown of an Air National Guardsman accused of sharing classified documents in one of the biggest intelligence leaks in a decade. How he had access to America's top secrets. Here are tonight's top headlines. The 21-year-old arrested and handcuffed outside of his mother's home. What we're learning about why he shared national secrets about the war in Ukraine in his online chat group. This was a deliberate criminal act. Historic flooding in Florida closes a major airport and schools as more wet weather is on the way. The San Francisco Police Department has arrested a suspect in the murder of tech executive Bob Lee. The Cash App founder was stabbed in the city last week. The Justice Department says it will ask the Supreme Court to pause an appeals court decision that keeps access to a commonly used abortion pill, but imposes some restrictions that will make the medicine harder to get. Eye on America, Janet Shamlian takes us to Disaster City, where rescue teams prepare for the next catastrophe. As that next big thing happens, how do we mirror that, bring it here, and then be able to train on it so people are ready to respond to it? Dr. Jamie Foxx is recovering this morning after a medical scare. And Broadway's longest running show prepares to take its final bow. and thank you for joining us. We want to begin tonight with a stunning break in the investigation into the highest profile U.S. intelligence leak in years, the disclosure of Pentagon secrets about the war in Ukraine that has reverberated across the world. 
under arrest tonight, a 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guardsman named Jax Teixeira. And there are still so many questions. How did he have access to these top secret documents? And what prompted him to allegedly post military documents in his obscure online chat group with teenagers? Our Boston station, WBZ, was there, capturing his arrest live, showing heavily armed federal officers taking the suspect into custody just this afternoon outside his mom's home about an hour south of Boston. Well, tonight, we're also learning that journalists from The New York Times had identified the alleged leaker from what they call a digital trail of evidence, including a granite countertop. The journalists were knocking on his door just moments before the FBI showed up. CBS's David Martin is going to lead us off tonight from the Pentagon with all the details. Good evening, David. Good evening. The FBI has arrested the prime suspect, and just moments ago, the Secretary of Defense ordered an investigation into how the Pentagon handles its classified documents, some of which circulated for months in a chat group used by video gamers, some of them teenagers. The FBI put on a show of force to arrest a 21-year-old airman in the Massachusetts National Guard. He came out with his hands up in front of his childhood home south of Boston. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the arrest. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. It came one week after the Pentagon first discovered some of its most highly classified documents posted on social media. Although the leak started last fall, when secrets first started showing up on a gaming platform called Discord. However, it slowly spiraled into just intelligence about everything. The Washington Post interviewed a teenage member of a small chat group on Discord who said the leaks began with text messages quoting from classified documents. And then, when no one seemed impressed, photographs of the actual documents. It would appear as if he sort of grew angry with the fact that only one or two people were paying attention to these documents that he was pouring his heart out into. And as a sign of just anger, he just decided to post the full documents. Glimpses of what lay beneath the documents, a countertop and a kitchen floor, matched photos of the inside of Teixeira's home, a digital trail which led the New York Times there ahead of the FBI. Teixeira was stationed at a base in Massachusetts, where live feeds from Air Force surveillance aircraft around the world are downloaded and analyzed. He worked with fiber optic cable and may have been able to monitor the network over which the classified documents flowed. There were about 20 members of the chat group where those documents first appeared, but law enforcement officials say no other arrests are imminent. Teixeira is scheduled to appear in court tomorrow. Nora? What a story. David Martin, thank you so much. The other big story tonight is an extremely rare severe weather event in Florida. Experts are calling it a one in 1,000 year downpour as more than two feet of rain swamped parts of Fort Lauderdale within hours, triggering flash floods that trapped people in their homes and cars and left a major airport underwater. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas is there. Tonight, a massive cleanup after unprecedented flooding. 
Rescuers had to use boats to access Fort Lauderdale's hardest hit neighborhoods, bringing people and pets to safety after a night surrounded by floodwaters. I'm gonna go back and get your mommy and daddy, all right, bud? We had a huge amount of volunteers coming in with their swamp buggies and high water vehicles which has been a huge help. Some people waded through the water with boxes wrapped in plastic trying to keep their belongings dry. Others describe having to climb out of windows. I couldn't open the door because the water was too much pressure on the door. More rain fell in a 24-hour period than any other day in the city's history, nearly 26 inches. That's more than 40% of Fort Lauderdale's annual rainfall in just one day. No city could have planned for this. The result was flooded streets littered with abandoned cars. The water's weight is believed to have contributed to a roof collapse at this shopping center. No one was injured. And the main runway at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport remains mostly submerged today, forcing operations to shut down. Nature wasn't kind to us, and that's just unfortunate. We have never had to deal with such an item. More than 800 flights have been canceled and hundreds of passengers left stranded, like the Lagares family trying to get home to New Jersey from their Florida vacation. This was their terrifying ride to the airport yesterday. We're thinking, oh my God, we're going to miss a flight, we're going to miss a flight because it took us a 24-minute ride, now it's an hour and 45-minute ride. And tonight, Fort Lauderdale is getting the last thing it needs, more rain. And we're also just learning that the earliest this flooded airport may reopen is 9 a.m. tomorrow, because even once the water subsides, workers have to clear debris and inspect for damage. Nora? What a cleanup. Manuel Bajorquez, thank you very much. The storm threat isn't over yet across Florida and much of the southeast, so let's bring in Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Hey there, Mike. Nora, good evening. Still contending with storms across South Florida again today after record-setting rain falling yesterday. The storm that produced the rain in Fort Lauderdale lasted for roughly 10 straight hours. You can see the storms over a stationary boundary that just sat right over uh, I-95 and A1A. If you look at it three-dimensionally, boy, does Fort Lauderdale stick out. And if it were to be confirmed at that 25.91 inches of rain to be an all-time Florida state rainfall record. More storms again today they stretch all the way up into Georgia and Alabama more storms tomorrow across South Carolina North Carolina and portions of Virginia then of course there's record-setting heat in the Northeast after a record-setting 90 degree day today in New York City we'll do it all again tomorrow Nora New York 89 degrees Mike Bettis thank you Tonight, there's an arrest in the murder of Cash App founder Bob Lee, who was stabbed to death in San Francisco last week. Police are now saying that Lee knew the alleged killer in a case that has rocked Silicon Valley. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. These haunting security camera images posted by London's Daily Mail show the final moments of Bob Lee's life. And tonight, police say that brutal stabbing was not a random attack. We can confirm that Mr. Lee and Mr. Momini knew each other. San Francisco's police chief says 38-year-old Nima Momeni, who owns a tech company, was arrested this morning in the suburb of Emeryville and booked on one charge of murder. Officers confronted him with bullhorns. Law enforcement did not give details or a motive for the killing, but sources tell the San Francisco publication Mission Local that Momeni and Lee were driving together in a car through downtown San Francisco during the early hours of April 4th when, quote, some manner of confrontation allegedly commenced. 
This is more about human nature and human behavior than it is about our city. Lee's fatal stabbing quickly gained national attention. Tech industry leaders, including Twitter CEO Elon Musk, blamed it on a violent crime wave that has taken over the city. Reckless and irresponsible statements like those contained in Mr. Musk's tweet that assumed incorrect circumstances about Mr. Lee's death served to mislead the world in their perceptions of San Francisco. We all should and must do better. And we're learning the suspect had several liens on his properties over the years. Tonight, police are using search warrants to gather more evidence. Meanwhile, Mameni remains in county jail. He will be arraigned tomorrow, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you very much. We turn now to some breaking news about abortion rights. Florida lawmakers today voted to ban abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. That's before many women know they're pregnant. Governor Ron DeSantis, who is preparing a possible run for president, said he will sign the ban into law. Patients from across the South have been traveling to Florida for abortions since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade last June. That ruling triggered abortion bans in 13 states, including states in the South like Tennessee, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Florida will join Georgia now with this six-week ban. Meanwhile, the battle over access to the abortion pill throughout the U.S. could be headed to the Supreme Court. Today, the Justice Department asked the high court to intervene. CBS's Nancy Cordes on what this means for women's reproductive rights. The new ruling doesn't block access to the abortion drug mifepristone, but it does make it harder to get, shortening the time frame in which the drug can be used from the first 10 weeks of pregnancy to the first seven, and halting male delivery of the pill, requiring women to visit a doctor's office multiple times instead. That's likely to be, you know, a significant barrier for individuals who are living in states that have essentially shut down abortion access. Mifepristone is one of two drugs used together to carry out more than half of all abortions in the U.S. The two-to-one ruling comes five days after a conservative federal judge in Texas sought to reverse FDA approval of the drug altogether. The three-judge Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals panel cited the risk of serious complications listed on Mifepristone's own label, including sustained fever and sepsis. You see this ruling as a win. We do. We are happy and pleased that the previous safeguards that were there for over 16 years have been restored. The FDA insists mifepristone is safe and complications rare. Vice President Kamala Harris slammed the ruling, saying it threatens the rights of Americans across the country. We are going to continue uh, to fight in the courts. Uh, we believe that the, uh, the law is on our side and we will prevail. And this fight now goes to the U.S. Supreme Court. But if the justices don't weigh in by the end of the day tomorrow, these restrictions will go into effect, at least for the time being, Nora. We'll be watching it closely. Nancy Cordes, thank you very much. Former President Donald Trump was back in his hometown of New York City today as his legal troubles continue to mount. Last week, he was arraigned there on a slew of felony charges. Today, he was answering questions in connection with a high-stakes civil case. CBS's Major Garrett has details tonight from Trump Tower in Manhattan. With less fanfare but equal defiance, former President Donald Trump was back in his once-beloved New York for a deposition in a civil case accusing the Trump Organization of business fraud. Sources say Trump did answer questions today, unlike his first deposition in August when he took the fifth more than 400 times. I declined to answer the question. 
Then and now, he accused New York Attorney General Letitia James of bias. This is the greatest witch hunt in the history of our country. James alleges the Trump Organization intentionally misstated property values in order to obtain loans and other benefits. According to the AG's filing, he claimed his Trump Tower apartment was worth $327 million, more than three times the sales price of the most expensive New York City apartment at that time. Trump has denied wrongdoing. From the prosecutor's perspective, it's a fairly straightforward presentation. Here's what former President Trump valued his assets at, and here was their true value. There's your misrepresentation, there's your deception, there's your fraud. Regardless of the outcome of the case or the other legal challenges facing Trump, he has vowed to press forward on the campaign trail. No, I'd never drop out. No, I'd never drop. It's not my thing. I wouldn't do it. Trump's deposition lasted all day, a sign he is eager to defend his company and its practices and increasingly confident that answers given today won't be tied to the investigation that led to his criminal indictment here last week. Nora, this civil case is set to go to trial in October. Major Garrett, thank you very much. That toxic fire that's been burning for days at a former recycling plant in Richmond, Indiana, is now 90 percent extinguished. That's according to the fire chief, who says he hopes to have it completely out later tonight or tomorrow. The EPA is testing the air for dangerous chemicals, and the evacuation order remains in effect for 2,000 people who live nearby. Whether it's an outbreak of tornadoes or floods or a devastating earthquake, we rely on emergency rescue teams to save lives when disasters strike. And in tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Janet Shamlian takes us to a unique facility in Texas where elite crews are training for the next catastrophe. It's devastation in every direction. Train derailments, earthquakes, and other simulated emergencies, all within 52 acres. This is Disaster City, where elite rescue teams learn to save lives. Is there anything else like this? There's no replication of this kind of thing. There's smaller sites that have little bits of this, but nothing to my knowledge, United States or even the world, has this much disaster on this kind of scale. Stephen Bajoon is the training manager for Texas Task Force One, and this is their training ground. A team one of 28 search and rescue squads under FEMA. There are more than a dozen disaster scenarios here, each one based on a real-life catastrophe. This is a flattened parking garage modeled on the one underneath the World Trade Center. From 9-11 to Hurricane Katrina and the Surfside building collapse, they've been on the front line of the nation's biggest disaster. What situation might this occur in? So this situation would be for uh, building collapse, so the guys come in and build these doors to help make the structure safe. Kevin Matheson is a rescue specialist. These scenarios basically train us for any disaster that could happen in, in the world. Did we get a measurement off the wall? The responders execute technical rescues requiring planning and engineering skills. Just tell us if you can start hurting or if you get hung up on something. Even using volunteer victims. Why do the teams need to keep coming back? It's a perishable skill. The things that we learn here, they're so technical and so specific. If you're not constantly swinging that hammer or using that saw, it perishes and you're not ready to be able to do it again when you need it. Keep it as straight as you can. Where training meets tragedy, prepping for the unpredictable. For Ion America, Janet Shamlian, College Station, Texas. There's news tonight about Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and secret real estate deals with a billionaire Republican donor. That's next.
it's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, new questions are being raised about the relationship between Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and Republican donor Harlan Crow. ProPublica reports that in 2014, Crow bought three properties from Thomas, including his mother's house in Georgia. But the transaction was not disclosed, a possible violation of federal law. CBS News has confirmed that 2014 purchase. It was previously revealed that Crow took Thomas on lavish vacations, which also were not reported. Actor Jamie Foxx has suffered a health scare. We'll tell you what his family is saying. That's next. Oscar winner Jamie Foxx is recovering tonight from what his family calls a medical complication. Foxx's daughter says her 55-year-old dad quickly received treatment and is already on his way to recovery, but the family's not providing any further details. Fox has recently been working on a Netflix movie called Back in Action with Cameron Diaz. A Broadway institution is about to take its final bow. That's next. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stewart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stewart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. Stewart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. Available on Amazon.com today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Finally, tonight, it may be hard to believe, but the final curtain and chandelier is about to fall for Broadway's longest-running musical. 
Phantom of the Opera will close on Sunday after 35 years and nearly 14,000 performances. Andrew Lloyd Webber's masterpiece tells the story of a soprano and the masked phantom who's obsessed with her. Producer Cameron McIntosh recently said, you always dream that a show will run forever, but all shows do finally close. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.